It is September, the first Rosh Hashanah since the divorce, and I've set out on my own. My three children are with their father at his parents' house, where I'd spent the past decade of these holidays. My parents, sister and grandparents, are at home in Memphis, where they will observe this celebration of the Jewish New Year in the Orthodox synagogue I attended every week of my childhood. My friends are in their homes, cooking for family gatherings. My brother, along with four of his eight children, has traveled with throngs of fellow Breslover Hasidim, an ultra-Orthodox sect, to Uman, a city in Ukraine, the site of their spiritual pilgrimage. And I am fleeing to Kripalu, a yoga and meditation retreat in western Massachusetts. Until this year, I celebrated every Rosh Hashanah the same way I had the one before. To spend this holiday anywhere but in the long, solemn hours of synagogue would have been unfathomable. Now, without the rules wrapped tightly around me, I no longer know what to do. Dreading the arrival of this year's high holy days, I'd consider pretending they didn't exist and decided to go to Kripalu only because yoga and meditation seem to be the obligatory way of moving on. I assume you're doing yoga, an acquaintance said upon hearing the news of my divorce. I've told few people where I'm going for the holiday, because to do so would be to admit that I'm no longer orthodox, something that I'm still unsure of myself. Kripalu is three hours from my house in the Boston suburb of Newton, a highway drive that, until recently, would have been impossible for me, unless I'd studied the maps in search of easy back roads and plotted a route that felt sufficiently safe. For almost a decade of living in the Boston area, I'd been gripped by a fear of driving, steadfastly avoiding rotaries, bridges, and tunnels, driving only when I had to, wishing I could still be in a driver's ed car equipped with a passenger side brake and someone who could stop me if I went too fast or too far. I was terrified of getting lost, most of all terrified of the highway. I couldn't bear the sight of those green signs announcing the Mass Pike or I-95, couldn't merge into the stream of speeding cars. I had nightmares of making a wrong turn onto a wrong street that would lead me to an entry ramp that would take me onto a highway from which I'd never find my way back. Yet I'm now on the Mass Pike. The cars are passing me, too many and too fast, and still shocked that I'm driving on the highway. I clutch the steering wheel, worried about getting into an accident. The biggest fear, though, is not of any injury I might sustain, but of the fact that then people will know I'd plan to spend Rosh Hashanah at some suspect retreat center, instead of praying in synagogue for a year of blessing, a year of goodness. At the start of all other years, I knew exactly what sort of goodness I was supposed to be praying for. But on this new year, there is no ready prayer, even if I could bring myself to utter one. It's not just where I'm going for the holiday, but when. I'd left too late, and now the sun is setting and the clock on my dashboard reminds me how close it is to the deadline of exactly 6.08 p.m. that until recently 
would have divided my day into unalterable domains of allowed and forbidden. It's forbidden to drive on this holiday, and it still feels impossible that I could break one of the religious rules prohibiting the use of electricity against riding in a car. Every transgression feels like a first, each one new and destabilizing.